Tom Hanks podcast. Wow, it's Tom Hanks podcast. You've got Hanks, so let's say thanks for Hanks. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to You've Got Hanks, the podcast about Tom Hanks, hosted by me, Rachel Chapman. <laughs> Hi. And today <laughs> in the podcast, we have a sex robot, Rochelle Mees. That is correct. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Supreme Ruler, Jessica Spensgar. Yes. All hail. <laughs> Welcome, sex robot. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure to be in your presence. That's exactly what they asked me to say about them. I won't. Now I'm, those will be my credits and my soul credits. Yeah. Supreme ruler. I won't talk in a robot voice. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. Okay. You're a sex robot. Oh, yes, but also do whatever is easy for okay. you. Okay. Well, today on the podcast, we're talking about the 1988 movie Punchline. <laughs> yes. Starring Tom Hanks and Sally Field. And John Goodman. And Daddy. John Goodman. He looks good in this movie. Mm. He does. They yeah. all look good in this movie. Yes, very well, let's fuckable. get this out of the way. Yeah. This movie's not funny. <gasps> wow, wow. Going right in. Wow. <laughs> Not funny. So punchline is not a punchline. I laughed a lot, right, Rachel? I, yeah. I laughed too. There were moments that I laughed. I disagree. I thought it was funny. There were a handful of decent jokes in here, um, but it is ultimately, it is, well, it's just, it's not that like it sucked ass. It's just that it is a drama. You think that a movie about stand-up comedy would be funnier. It's not. No. No, I think a movie about stand-up comedy would be a drama because yeah. stand-up comedy is not a funny business. Everybody's got severe <laughs> mental problems. Yes. That, Literally I mean, everyone. I can't argue with that. <laughs> I agree. I don't think anyone who is in stand-up comedy is in it because they're doing well, you know? But... <laughs> <laughs> but... Well, listen. (laughs) Well, I think about this all the time. This is also a bit in my act where it's like, uh, like a lot of people in stand up are marginalized people, whether it's like women or people of color or queer people or disabled people. And so when you do see somebody who's in comedy, who's like an able bodied straight cis white man, you're just like, something's why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This should be a last resort. Truly. Yeah. Cause they can, seriously just lie their way to the top of any yes <laughs> you could be doing anything else it just means they have a passion yeah yeah what it. if they're just funny god <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> there are obviously plenty of straight cis white able-bodied dudes in the world who i find hilarious and charming and i'm personal friends with but also i'm like man is it that they are fucked up beyond belief or is it just that they are so overconfident that they're like fuck becoming a uh, CEO doctor you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian yeah well that's her hot take my hot take <laughs> is this is the original Miss Maisel okay yeah. people need to know that yeah it's not an original series this no. started the trend I was very very pleasantly surprised that this is Sally Fields movie yeah because I didn't know going in I knew that she was in it but I didn't know in what capacity and she's the star of the film yeah she's and that's a big first. selling point yeah, yeah. She was built first. yeah she's built first because Tom mean, Hanks had done big but yeah the two-time the Oscar same, winner though. yeah yeah big came out the same year okay yeah. What a year for Tom. I know, Tom, right? Tom. <laughs> uh, I usually read the synopsis. Sorry, we okay. no. shouldn't have had us on here. We came in hot. little no. talkers here. Well, I love Rachel it. asked two stand-up comedians yeah. to come talk about Punchline the movie. I specifically asked you guys because you guys are two very funny stand-up comedians. Thank you. I was a little disappointed because, once again, this was forever ago. I didn't expect you to remember. But when Rachel floated this podcast idea, I was like, oh, can I do Castaway? Because that's one of my favorite just movies, period. Yeah, and then she asked me to do this one. I was like, "Oh, I get it." And she asked me and Michelle because we do stand up comedy. (laughs) I mean, you know, Castaway is still a long ways away. Yes, you never know. Oh, you're going in order. Yeah, I'm going in order. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've been doing the '80s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're far ways off because Castaway is like 2002. Yeah, pretty far out. Okay. Yeah, we've got a while. We still haven't even got to the '90s yet. Damn. Yeah, the '90s is big. Was this? This was '88. '88. Okay. We're super close to the 90s. Uh, but the synopsis from IMDb, in case you've never seen Punchline, is it's pretty long. Usually <laughs> they're like one line. It's a complicated, lots of twists and turns. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Gold is a stand-up comedian who is flat broke and has recently dropped out of medical school. 
He and several others work regularly regularly at the gas station and New York Comedy Club. Lila Krishnik is a housewife with an ambition to be a stand-up comedian. Steven take, uh, takes her under his wings, but when a TV station arranges a comedy uh, evening, it's every man and woman for him or herself. Yay! Is that that wasn't that bad? Yeah, but it, it's just like long. <laughs> Usually and a lot it's more like, happens than that. I know. Uh, an equally accurate synopsis could have been um, Tom Hanks and Sally Field make fuck me eyes at each other. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was so turned on. Yeah. I think I was like, because I watched the majority of this movie by myself this morning. Yeah. And I was a little thrown at like what a hard drama it is. And, you know, not what I expected. Um, I do still wish there had been more jokes and that maybe it was a little funnier but it's hard to argue with tom hanks and sally field being in anything because they are both such good actors yeah. and sold it so well and also have such good chemistry in they this really movie do. yeah uh, but first i, I do want to ask what are your favorite tom hanks movies it's castaway mine's toy story can i say that yeah i mean i really wasn't allowed to watch movies growing up so oh, really? that was like the one yeah not any movie i was yeah very sheltered oh mm -hmm. wow even a children's pixar film like toy no story? I, I was allowed to watch toy story oh okay but not not any, the others no. oh, okay oh. i still really am confused about the plot of forrest gump <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of people yeah are. Oh, <laughs> That movie's fucking crazy. Yeah. Book's even crazier. Oh, I gotta read the book. There's yeah. shrimp and chocolate. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> we were also talking during the movie about how Tom Hanks is actually, like, really hot. Yeah. And for me... I think we're horny. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> horny. I was Guys, like, damn, Tom. <laughs> this is the second podcast I've done today, and on the first one I did earlier today, also just talked about how horny I am. Oh, he's wow. He's very he's sexual really hot. in this movie, he's like, the way he the 80s looks. Tom can get it. Get and especially it. him, yeah. like, trying to get with... Um, Sally housewife Field. Sally Field. Yeah. Also, I mean, there needs to be more storylines like this with an older yeah. housewife woman with a young, hot dude who wants her so yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm into this yeah. storyline. Well, if you watch a lot of 80s movies with Tom Hanks, he's very thirsty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When did Splash come out? Uh, it happened already, though. In yeah. This it was like 85. Because I saw that movie when I was in like middle school and I was like, sexually attracted to tom hanks in yeah. that movie and he's very uh thirsty in that movie for mm. daryl hannah yeah, he fucks a woman who doesn't speak english yeah <laughs> they immediately meet and just start going at it really? yeah. yeah i gotta watch it There's i know because no it was hot at the time and then we watched it i think you and i watched it with some friends at Anne's house. yeah not that yeah. long ago and we were like oh it's fucked up that he literally runs into this woman who does not speak english takes her home and fucks her yeah see why don't we get movies like that nowadays <laughs> yeah. i don't feel like i'm like thirsting after any men on movie screens now i'm just like ugh. yeah more sex comedies yeah right more well i think we're hitting at a, a point where rom-coms are becoming coming more back yeah yeah uh, and boy we need it yeah we need a little pep yes. in our yeah. step because recently we've been cutting back on them because yeah. they don't make as much money but also but i think the economy is a fucking smash that yeah. thank god yeah but there's something to do with the, it's a cultural shift in my opinion yeah. like something we Rom-coms are too sweet and idyllic because, but now the world has gone so bad that we need that like fantasy yeah. love thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I could really get into this. I think yeah. dating <laughs> is all messed up now. Messed so up. we, we got to go back to that romance. Yeah. To, to happy times where romance Pre -tinder. is Pre-Tinder. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. are like, because I think God. at the end of the movies now, it's like, you're fine being on your own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, if this movie was made today, she would have fucking ditched that family. Yes. I think that was, we're oh, really jumping ahead. But no. yeah, but um, talking Hazel about the ending, family. I think the ending just in a vacuum is very sweet. It's very but sweet. But because it. we're watching the ending <laughs> today, we're like... We're like her giving up this spot for this young dude who like has been doing it nowhere near as long as her. We're like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. But if you if you ignore, I guess, literally every gender and power dynamic in the world, yeah, it is sweet because she like clearly loves him. I don't mm -hmm. think it's sweet. No. Well, let's get into we'll it. We'll get to that ending. We yeah. just got so sad. No, <laughs> I mean, I think the ending is very sweet. Disagree. But also, I have a soft spot for John Goodman. So, 
I was shocked by all the vibrator jokes in 1980. (laughs) What did the vibrators look like back then? (laughs) Scary. (laughs) I mean, she was right. I wouldn't want to put that. Yeah, I assume all of the wires and buttons were on the outside. Probably. (laughs) Like computers in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the first, uh, the opening of this movie is just a bunch of, uh, oh, Sally Field is buying jokes from a guy at a diner. Which I didn't know you could oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. I, saw, yeah, I saw that that hack sketch premise coming from a mile away when she was meeting up with him in the diner. And she's like, I need my stuff. And he's like, it's cut. It's pure. As if it were oh. drugs. And he's like, oh, it's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe it was fresh in 88. You know yeah, that? I guess so. <laughs> but also, that was something that people totally used to do is buy jokes. Oh, really? And yeah, because Joan Rivers used to sell jokes. <gasps> um and entrepreneur i know because she's fucking boss and people still do it sometimes people just steal from twitter now people steal a lot but also um any big comic that's putting out he has right they have like those hours consistently yeah they all have writers that's different than buying jokes or is it is it you're paying them yeah or is it (laughs) but also she was definitely overpaying because 500 dollars in 88 that's what's the equivalent it's gonna be like 1500 bucks now right yeah jokes yeah. that were bad mm-hmm. yeah her whole stand-up it was just like she married a polish man bad one-liners yeah like a long uh, uh, the one thing you a long thing you get out of it is the last name I yes, my husband gave name. me something long and hard after we got married i mean i was name. thinking dick but <laughs> wait it's not dick it would have been funnier if she just said dick yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then we see the uh, the opening and we see all these comics and their bits yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like kind of brief. Damon Wayans. Yeah. Damon Wayans is there. A bunch of other people are there. Uh, and it's basically just like an opening setting up that yeah. they're all comics. Damon Wayans. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know any of the other actors who were playing comics, but no. I assume was the only real comic. No, I think some of the other ones are yeah. real. real comics. I think they were real. Mm, they were bad. Yeah. <laughs> they were not good. How there was one that? that's dressed like a nun and just talks. Oh like yeah, there's one like character artist who does like and then later in the movie he does like a character as a lesbian and yeah. like, there's a Japanese characters. guy who just has a boombox. Yeah. This is his thing. And then uh there's one guy who's a history teacher who everyone heckles the yeah. whole time and he's just sweet and has these like history related jokes. I think that's a really really good character bit. I don't know <laughs> I don't know if I saw it <gasps> in a club. Yeah, if I would find it funny seeing it in a club, but I guess at least in a, a character in the movie, I think a I'm history teacher that. who's like, yeah, funny Rachel? to his students. You guys should have seen Rachel watching the history teacher. She was loving I me. loved it. <laughs> he killed with she, Rachel. <laughs> he found his audience with Rachel yeah. Jabbit. There was one joke later that he was like, I'm, I went to Paris and so I wanted to learn the language. So I got those tapes to listen to while I was sleeping so I could learn the language. But then the tapes ended up being uh, switching into disco. So he went to uh, France and someone was like, Polyvou Francais. And he was like, We, oui, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Which I don't think is a pun. Because <laughs> isn't it that's the way? Uh, that's the we. He should have said that's, that's the, the we. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. Oh, uh-huh, what? Uh-huh. Rachel died. <laughs> yeah, literal tears. Well, it's down. He, he did a little dance. He with did it. do the dance. The famous. Out. Yeah, yeah, it was very funny. But then uh, we cut to Tom Hanks is late for something. He's running through New York City. He gets to medical school, I guess, and he has an exam. And it's like an oral exam. And yeah, then do they do a lot of oral, single no, oral exams like in med school? No, I think it's like when you defend school? your thesis. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to do, yeah. You but have I don't think you have a thesis in medical school. I think you, you just take def- a test. I don't know. No. None of us have been to medical school. No. We have no idea. But We're stand-up comics. He fails out because it's, uh, they he doesn't know, know that, what the rectum yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> he calls it his poop, poop shoot. Poop shoot, but apparently he had someone else take the exam for him because mm. he's up late going to these the comedy club and so uh there's a lesson here you can't do comedy and a real job you gotta pick one a lie because my best friend james is currently in medical school or he's like uh yeah at at columbia and he also does stand up yeah i'm not in medical school but as somebody who has six to seven smaller jobs at any given time i still make it work guys yeah you can make it work i guess tom couldn't make it work though um, and then we cut to him at the at the comedy club later, and he's doing a racist stand up set. Oh yeah, about a ten minute long. Uh, yeah, we're doing a Japanese. Chi- 
a Korean man. He's playing a Korean. Well, because he he makes a joke about like their last name being Park, and that's uh, uh, yeah, oh, Korean okay. last name. Yeah. All I heard was this terrible accent. Yeah, yeah. it was a bad Doing accent. Doing very bad. It lasted so long, and Sally very long in the though. wings like, oh my she's god, dying. she's like, it's that? so funny. Yeah, she thinks he's so funny. It and was then, the um, it was like a Star Is Born where she's in the wings and she's like, oh my god. Yeah. And then when uh, the owner of the club introduces her, he's like, she's not very funny and has Wait. chronic yeast infection. Is yeah. this movie just like A Star is Born? Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. It's the comedy version of A Star is Born. Except for instead of the older uh, guy finding a younger girl, it's, it's like younger the young dude. guy who's been doing it longer, longer. finds an older woman. And then she gets more successful. It's Star is yeah. Born. It really is. It a really Star is Born, but for comedy. Wow. What an overdone storyline. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so then she goes up and he watches her. But then later we see him and he's like showering at the club. He's like washing himself. And then we find out that he has no money. He's, he's been, been kicked locked out of, out of his apartment yeah. because he hasn't paid rent. Yeah. And so he's just like the couch surfing. Too real. He's got a problem. And then uh, Sally Field goes home to her kids. And uh, this scene. My God. Yeah. This scene went on forever. I loved it. I think it was Oscar worthy, to be honest. His acting, the acting, the writing. Yeah. Well, we meet John Goodman, her husband, and he's like, uh, and he looks good. Yeah. Ooh, he looks good. And her kids are there and he, they're like fighting over how she's never around because she's always doing her comedy. And she's like, well, what do you want? And he says, a wife. wife. And she goes, for no, dinner. I mean for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's having uh, like priests come over. He's trying to sell insurance to this series of churches. Churches, yeah. So he wants her to cook dinner. They were trying to set it up that these yeah. like really uptight guys were at dinner. Okay, that's yeah. what I want. What do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Also, Tom Hanks is so worried that his dad's gonna find out that he hasn't that he's flunked out of medical school, but then he's also out of money, and so it's like his dad isn't funding any of it because no. it makes it seem like oh, if my dad finds out I'm not in med school, I'll get cut off. But it's like he already has no money he's already been cut off yeah. right it's just like his whole family is it's just the pressure doctors. of his family yeah, yeah. his brother's a doctor his dad's a doctor but i'm like if your dad's not paying your rent then why be in medical oh. school really yeah, yeah. no you because you can it's a good job respectful job well once you are in medical school sometimes you do get like a stipend type thing Oh, because it's technically like a graduate school. Yeah. Oh, so, so he may he may not be paying rent because he flunked out. Yeah, and he's not getting his mm. money anymore. Mm. Uh, but also at the same time, Stephen, uh, a female recruiter, comes to the to the comedy club to see him and they talk. Female recruiter. That's what whatever. Are, what are we? Yeah. Are we? She can just be a recruiter, Rachel. Recru- no, no, no. Like uh, that's I a, think a talent scout, right? Yeah. But they call her a recruiter. And they then, do? Yeah. And they kind of flirt with each other at oh, the bar. Oh, there's so yeah. much sexual Oh, tension. yeah. Tom Hanks also joined one of the waitresses at the gas station. And then, yeah. like, it was just because he needed to stay at her place. And the waitress is real bitter about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then uh, Sally Field, uh, she used all of her money that she's been saving for a vacation on jokes. So she goes to the diner to sell back some of her jokes. And that's when she runs into Tom Hanks, who's there. And he's like, you can buy jokes for me that will be good. And she's like, I don't have money to pay for your jokes. And then they kind of like eat lunch together or something. A very sad spaghetti. Yeah. And then uh, the food stylist in this film. I don't think I don't think there was one. I don't think there was like a prop master. I think it. Oh, there's a piece of popcorn in my shirt right now (laughs) Um, that I dropped down my shirt. I there was like one PA who just like got the job because also when she makes that dinner that she clearly buy it just looks so bad there's like noodles with no sauce and then a salad that is just a bowl of lettuce and they ordered the spaghetti special from this restaurant that is also just like sauceless noodles and a (laughs) piece of bread and it was a real eye for detail (laughs) and it was 150 (laughs) and i'm like even in the 80s there's no way that a whole spaghetti special only costs 150 right yeah but <laughs> Tom Hanks tells her, yeah, he just ate the popcorn. Uh, Tom Hanks does tell her that like her jokes are really bad, but she is really funny. Like her personality is very likable on stage. And then, uh, so Which then, is nice. Yeah. So then they kind of have like a moment where they talk and then that's when uh, he's like, well, you have to like go out there and like get jokes. And so then she goes with him to this hospital where he's telling jokes 
to patience. That was a really good scene. I like it. It was cute and the jokes were funny. He should have gave her a spot though. He yeah. Let her open for him. Well, I think she like is like, no, I don't. I can't. I don't have any jokes. You thought the jokes in the hospital were funny? It was crowd work. It was all crowd work. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's delightful. I mean, it made those people happy. Well, let's be clear. I it don't think any of the material in the movie that wasn't Sally Fields, like quote unquote, good material, was good material. Oh, yeah. I laughed a little. I laughed I, at the history teacher joke. I feel like that character bit was funny. I don't think his yeah. jokes were good. All of Tom Hanks's material is pretty bad. Um, Sally Field's good material is when he like makes her go out on the town and do nothing but crowd work, where she's like, I can't use my jokes. She does it just does crowd work. That's pretty good. The rest of the material in the movie is not good. Well, it's hard. It's also like that thing where... Uh, both 30 Rock and Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip were both about like SNL. But the thing is, the Studio 60 showed the sketches and they were not good. And yeah. so that's why it failed. Whereas 30 Rock purposely made their sketches bad. Yeah. So then it was comedy and it was funny oh, and it did well. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think it's a thing where like if it's comedy, like it, it fails if it's trying to be good. It's kind of like how, uh, what was that one about improv that What's-His-Face Don't Blink Twice. Yeah, yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah, the improv is very bad. It's Whereas so bad. Chris Kelly made that movie, other people, where they did improv in the movie. And it is much more brief than in Don't Think Twice. But what they did is they shot at UCB Franklin. Yeah. And they had real improvisers like, who was in it? Like Darcy and yeah. Marcy, maybe. They did improv in front of an audience at Franklin. And then whenever someone had a really good line, they were like, okay, let's do that scene again, but put Jesse Plemons in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? And that's why it feels a lot more organic in that movie it is because they had real yeah. improvisers doing real improv. But also watching improv on, on screen is still not going to be good because I feel the same way about stand-up. It's recorded. I, and I, it's I disagree. I think like the... <laughs> It's it's so hard when you're because when you're watching a stand up special, either, you know, like at home, you're watching what was meant to be presented. Whereas I think watching stand up in a movie, there's also very few case examples. There's this and funny people. Who yeah. else does stand up on screen? Jenny watching Slate's movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Seinfeld yeah. Did it oh, there was Big Sick. Had Big it. Sick. Yeah. Big Sick was really good, but that's because it's about Kumail, so it's Kumail's real material, yeah. you know? I think it's Crashing. Just, yeah. I think it's just hard to show. But also... I think it's hard. I think it's hard to show it and be funny, but also these aren't real comedians, so it's like, uh, that's also hard, but also it's the 80s, so the comedy style was different. That's true. We're viewing it from a different time period. Where There's like the whole... Um, like Seinfeld isn't funny thing where it's like people our age or a little younger don't think Seinfeld is a funny show, which I also don't think. And what I don't <laughs> Who says that me. I don't when oh I watch Seinfeld, I don't find it very funny. Oh, well, no. because <laughs> they're fighting. <laughs> because uh, obviously by the time like I came around to like watching that show, I was in an age where that style <laughs> of humor was already dated. And it's like I can acknowledge that is objectively a good show. <laughs> Larry David did a great job running that show. But do does Seinfeld make me laugh? No, absolutely not. Oh, well, there's uh, our listeners are divided. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> team Jess or Team Rochelle? Uh, for me. Everybody tweet at me. I don't care if you me. agree or don't. Just tweet at me. Uh, so anyway, they go to the hospital and then Sally Field uh, sees Tom being sweet to a kid afterwards who has cancer. And then... Uh, but then they go back into the city and then Sally Field realizes that she's late for dinner. So she's rushing home. This is a funny scene. Yeah. Where she's rushing around with dinner, trying to put everything together. And she's like, kids, go get dressed. And, and it's And it seems to take place like in real time. Yeah. Like she gets home with all this pre-made food and tells her girls to put all their clothes on or whatever. Yeah. Sally Fields is so great. And yeah. they, uh, she, the, the water is not that she working. Kills a fish. Yeah, the water's not working. So she has to get water from the fish tank. Oh my yeah. god, you know what I'm just reminded of? Did what? you watch that movie Sing where all the animals like Oh no There's I a haven't. mom in that too. Oh, she has like twelve piglets and she leaves oh. to be a singer and she the does the same character, thing. right? Wow. Yeah. Wow, this what story a, keeps getting these told. poor mothers yeah. can't follow their dreams. Well, it's just like that's it's like a struggle of a mom who has to like That's why I'm choose between I shall remain barren. <laughs> <laughs> you like your career. And uh, and then they have the dinner, and then while this is uh, so we see the dinner with the 
the priests there, the people from yes. the church. And it's yeah. going great. It's going great until the youngest daughter is like, Mom, I have a joke. It's adult. Because earlier she tells a joke and it's not very adult. And so then she says, uh, what does she say? What does one cocksucker say to the other? <laughs> and we never hear the punchline. No, I we laughed. don't. I didn't Because everyone spits out their yeah. dinner. It was funny. That yeah. was the punchline. What does one cocksucker say to another? And then they both spit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no. was the secret punchline. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, we see cutting back back to Steven at the comedy club and he was promised that the recruiter was going to show up with some people, some agents or some people from the network. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's told that people are there asking for him. So he asked to get another 20 minute set. And so then they go and then they point out the table where they're sitting and he realizes it's his dad and his brother and they've come to see him perform. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a anyone. No, no. no oh my That's God. the thing. Yeah. yeah. I missed that. He and assumed so it was the agents coming to see him and yeah. it was his dad and his brother asking for him. Yeah. And we never find out how they found out that he was doing comedy. They called. They probably called. Yeah. Oh, and his roommates gave him away. Yeah, probably. There we go. Because they probably called to be like, he's not paying rent. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he gets up on stage and he bombs in front of them because he was like an emotional breakdown. Yeah, it's pretty good acting. It was good acting, but I could barely watch it. It was just so really hard to watch. I've never seen like a a quote unquote bomb that well done. Yeah, you really felt so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it was Tom Hanks. Wow. What an actor. Yeah. He basically says that like his whole family was really into like their doctors and their good at it but he's like very squeamish doesn't like blood he can't even like very emotional monologue yeah and then he talks about how in medical school like you don't let people know that you're squeamish because they were cutting up a frog and like his lab partner basically like flicked an eyeball at him or something like that or pieces of a frog frog. Yeah. yeah on him and he basically cries and has a breakdown. It's like a Eugene O'Neill moment. Like yeah. Very drama mama. Yeah. It's very sad. And so he's very upset. But at the same time, uh, like uh, Lila and her husband, John Goodman, have a fight. And he tells her that she's not funny. And uh, she yeah. gets so upset. She's like, say that one more time. And he's like, you're not funny. And so she leaves. She goes to the comedy club. She's upset. She sees Steven bomb. And so then they both run into each other and they decide to go out and talk. They hang out the rest of the night. Yeah. It's crazy that this whole movie takes place over the course of like four days. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, because Tom Hanks goes back to the recruiter and she's like, well, we've decided we're putting together a TV show. And then they tape the show like the next night. Yeah. It oh. takes place over a very short period of What's time. What's the movie? You got condensed time. Yeah. Uh, so they go to a bowling alley and they have a heart to heart. He basically tells her like, you're really funny. And she's like, you're just saying that. And he's like, I lie to women all the time, telling them that they're beautiful and all this other stuff. But funny, I, I would never lie yeah. about that. Yeah. What did he say? I, uh, I thought I wrote so it down. Funny. Uh, I'd never lie about funny. Yeah, he never lies about funny. He tells her that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't write it down. That was a great line. Yeah, but then, uh, so then you see him starting to fall in love with her. And then uh, this is when they go to a, a club in Times Square where he's like, don't do any of your jokes. Just go up there and talk about whatever. This is the Maisel moment. That's yeah. exactly the plot of Miss Maisel. And it's such bullshit because <laughs> no comic ever just goes on stage and just makes up a set and it goes well. That's not how comedy works. <laughs> it's well, not. There are a few shows nowadays where it's improvised stand-up. I do get very jealous of Have comedians that um, can that do almost exclusively crowd work. Oh, yeah. Because there are comics that do really well. Uh, wasn't it? Uh, what's his face? Todd Berry. Todd Berry did a tour that was nothing but crowd work. Oh, yeah. And there are comics that can do it, and I'm not one but of them. But even crowd work is rehearsed. Like, yeah. if you see They know enough, what they're going to ask. It's, it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, this is just a movie. It's fantasy. It's <laughs> yeah. fantasy. Yeah, she, but she does really good because she, like, talks to people. This is when she has the moment where she, like, talks to the bridal party for the bachelorette party. There's and they a vibrator have joke. a vibrator. And she's like, I don't want to stick anything, be intimate with anything that has a 90-day warranty. Mm-hmm. Very funny. And then this is when he's, like, really falling in love with her. And then... You oh, fuck yeah. so bad. Yeah. Get it in that funny woman. <laughs> the chemistry's so good. Yeah. I will say the only times I've ever gotten laid by like a s- 
stranger-ish or been as after been was after set yeah oh really you have chuckle fuckers yes very rare for that's my yeah. only women comedians i don't have regular fuckers just chuckle <laughs> just fuckers. chuckle fuckers <laughs> well i listen to nicole byers podcast yeah. and she talks about how women don't have chuckle fuckers so yeah well, shout out to nicole byer special. i'm breaking that glass ceiling yeah. baby <laughs> wow i'm really you're my hero <laughs> I've gotten asked out after set exactly two times, but part of me wonders how much of it is that my set is majority about dating and doinking. It's me oh. talking about how single and horny yeah, I am. Yeah, but if you weren't funny, they wouldn't ask you out. They'd be like, ooh. That's true. I usually get when Nicole gets with, uh, well, I don't do stand up, but I do like improv. Yeah. I get when Nicole gets is like, wow, you're actually really funny. Actually. <laughs> it's so weird that a woman is funny. You were actually really funny. God, why are people so terrible? I don't yeah. know. Well, <laughs> so Tangent. then they're in the backseat of a cab <gasps> oh, and this God. is when they have a little moment and yes, they it's kiss good. Yeah, and it's steamy. Have y'all ever uh, made out in the back of a Lyft or an Uber oh. or something? No. Yes, all the time and it's hot. Really? I did. Oh yeah, in Chicago all the time. Oh. Oh. I did once when I was very drunk. <sighs> And I like at the time I didn't care because I was very drunk. But the next morning I was like, oh, it's I can't believe I made out in it's front of that lift driver. in front of someone. But it's like, mm, yeah, just take me now, daddy. <laughs> yeah, because it's weird. They're in the back of this cab. She's getting dropped off back in Jersey. So firstly, that cab driver already took them a very long way. Yeah. <laughs> he drove them back to Jersey. But then also they have like a very intimate moment and like a sweet little kiss that turns into like this hot make out. And I'm like, yeah. this is cab driver doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a movie. Yeah. That's true. But oh, yeah. We never see the cab driver's face. Make out. What else? What did I want? So then, uh, well, he has like eyes after the Such kiss. Such good eyes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Master class in eyes. I know. Yeah. You got to watch it. And then, so then uh, this is when he goes to the a recruiter woman and is oh, like. Oh, I have a question yes. for you guys. Have you guys ever made out with a married person no, no. not I, to my knowledge well let you know that my makeout count is probably just zero <laughs> <laughs> what you've never made Rachel's out with not anyone? sure Wait, no maybe i don't think I, I don't think it counts if i just sat there and someone you've never made out with someone no <laughs> is this public knowledge i this am is the subject of an episode of television Michelle. i basically drew uh barrymore from uh you've never, never been, been kissed, kissed? Well, basically drew barrymore kissed. from I'm, charlie's but angels just why didn't I know that? Is this like something you talk about a lot? No, not really. This was an episode of television, Rochelle. What television? Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey show. show. We were on the Steve Harvey. Wow. No. I, t- yeah. I feel like I don't know you Guys, at all. Guys, plug for Steve Harvey. No, Just kidding. He's a big piece of shit. Rachel, don't see, watch. Don't watch Steve you gotta Harvey. You got to make out. I got to make out. That's my yeah. 2019 Got to make out. <laughs> Wow, we gotta get a lot of locations for you to make out. Making it is fun. Adding back of some unless it's with a bad kisser. Oh my god, been there. That would be me. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're probably hot and thirsty. The first time I ever got kissed. Uh, was with like my very first boyfriend and he'd had a lot more experience than me. I'd never been kissed. Um, and like, as was there an age a- difference? No. Okay. As we were, I was 15. I just had, I yeah. was very unpopular. Um, and as we were having our first kiss, I remember thinking like, there's no way his whole mouth should be around my entire Ew. mouth. Have you ever been suction cup? Like, <gasps> yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, how can I, somebody who is currently in the middle of my first kiss, know that he's doing it wrong when he'd yeah, already kissed so many more bad. people than me. Ew. Yeah. Poor everyone else. I'm so sad. For I was supposed to hang out with him tonight and I couldn't. I was doing this. <laughs> like, where do they learn to kiss like that? Like, like sucking. Like, where do you learn that? How Ew. does he not think it's wrong when his, because I've I also. I literally got like a ring Ew. around my lip. I've made out with other people since then who it's always uh, cis men who um, put their entire mouth around my mouth. And I'm like, that's bad. It's not. That can't be enjoyable for you. But can I say I uh-huh. do have a big crush on a married man right now, which I never <gasps> thought I would do. I know, I know, I know, I know. Make I shouldn't, but it's like Make out with him. <laughs> but I'm 32. I'm like, my pool is dwindling. And yeah. like, ugh. Our friend Candace, um, is also around your age sorry Candace around your age and she always she An always elder. says like half <laughs> well I feel bad not that Candace should be ashamed because she's gorgeous and hilarious yeah. and youthful and vibrant but she says that uh her chances of being someone's first wife go down every oh, day oh yeah I'm I'm basically like 
resigned to the fact I'm going to be a stepmother. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be coming out of me, but that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes that's actually better because then you yeah. don't have to give birth. Get but your you weekends get, yeah. free. You get a kid. You get past the baby mark, you know? Yeah. But like, I always was like, I would never. Now I'm like, wow, my morals have really gone out the window. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done anything, but I probably would. Yeah. Is this you bad? Know what? No. No, you're no. good. I haven't I, done it. No. You haven't done it yet. But yeah. also, you know what? Yeah. Tom Hanks. Uh, Wants to doink Sally Field so bad. No. Uh, what, he he was married to someone else when he met Rita. <gasps> I he know, was. right? Oh, his high school sweetheart or something? Yeah. They were college sweethearts. That's sad yeah. for her. I know. But also, sad, I feel like but also if I they were, were meant to be. Yes. Colin, Colin Hanks is that woman's Samantha, son. yeah. If I were Tom Hanks's like college girlfriend and he left me for Rita Wilson, I would be very comforted by the fact that they are soulmates and they're still together like 30 years later. You comforted, know? Yeah. though? Okay. I would so much rather like because I got I got dumped pretty hard yes last year and I was super <laughs> like disappointed. <laughs> but um, the person she dumped me for she is still with and yeah. like they're very much in love and that makes me feel a little better because I'm like oh it it wasn't just that like I was a huge piece of shit. It was like she genuinely had stronger feelings for this other person and is still with him and so like oh man yeah and so I feel. Like if I were going to get dumped, at least it's for true love, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's very big of you. Yeah. That's a level of maturity I, I will never reach. tell myself. <laughs> 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 but you yeah. know when people are always like, if you had a time machine, what would you do? I think I discovered tonight I would go back in time and sleep with Tom Hanks in wow. the 80s. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a good new answer? I yeah. absolutely would. <laughs> get pregnant, get that money. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Get that get that child support from I Tom Hanks. I need a man's Aww. money. Poor I do. Tom. But no, don't. Is there any men out there? I need your money. But don't ruin his relationship with Rita. No. Pre Rita. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I love them so much. Okay. They're my dream couple. Anyway, so within 24 hours, yes. they set up a TV competition. Oh, yes. Yeah. So then the recruiter is like, yes, uh, we. I didn't come to the club to check you out because the network wants to have a TV show where we uh, it's basically an audition for Johnny Carson Mm -hmm. and uh, Tom Hanks is upset and she's like, well, the owner of the club didn't even give your name because he thinks that you're too emotional emotional breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the the fucking club owner is named Romeo and he goes back and forth between being a good guy and a villain yeah. throughout the whole movie. Because he also wanted to be Tom Hanks' agent so that yeah. he could make money off of him and Tom Hanks is like, I don't make money. Like, yeah, you I give mean, me $15 fi- a set. Also, the yeah. idea that these comics are even making $15 a set is so mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, that happens at the improv in the comedy store. Yeah, but uh, the quality of these comics, Steve, or Steven, uh, Tom Hanks' character... Could be like Lila could be, but a lot of the comics at this place are bad. I'm like, they're being paid to essentially do like open mic material. Yeah. Um, But then also at the same time, Lila has stopped going to the club because of the whole uh, Tom Hanks thing. So then he calls her and he's like, I want to see you again. I'm in love with you. And she's like, you can't call here anymore. I'm done and he's like no the contest yeah and he tells her about the contest because he made sure that she was on the list when so he's like you have to come and do the contest and she's like i can't my husband and then this is when john goodman finds out that she's talking to tom hanks and uh but they decide they're gonna meet on wednesday and so then uh they meet at the diner and she rejects him oh but first she goes and gets her hair done for oh, the competition. Wow. What a, yes. Oh my god! That's yeah, it's so it's bad. Yeah, yeah. So she basically I thought it was, was like, good. yeah. Oh, her hair was bad. the hair. Her hair was bad. bad. Yeah. It was like really. It cute. was very sweet. They said she said do whatever you want. And the woman gives her like a perm. Yeah, like a real bad perm. <laughs> and believe me, ladies, I've been there. Well, me too. I got do a whatever you want. And just cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so she comes home crying. It's a very funny scene. And her whole family is there. John Goodman's there. Her two daughters are there. And they're basically, like, comforting her. And then, like, they're, like, John Goodman's, like, you look great. And then her little girl is saying, you look like a movie star. Yeah, and then they're just, like, crying and hugging. Yeah. And she truly looks terrible. Yeah. But this is when she has her moment where she was, like, no, I love my family. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is like a big moment. It's because also her sweet. kids seem like real pieces of shit and John Goodman seems like such a huge piece of shit. And then they come around by the end of the movie and you're like, oh, I guess we were just I seeing was, a bad window. I thought her kids were always great. They were offering up jokes. Her oldest yelling. daughter is awful. <laughs> her oldest daughter is awful, but yeah. we never see her. That's true. Yeah. One of the youngest one is Candace Cameron. And, oh, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. But John Goodman yelling at her and telling her she's not funny is like so rude. And when it's like, okay, I guess he was just, he was just upset. Know. You know, Hormonal. you say things that, you know, will hurt yeah. when you're upset, yeah. even though you don't mean them. I've definitely Deep. done that. Because then he asked you know? to see her at this competition. Yeah. So then they meet at the diner, Tom Hanks and Sally Field, and she basically rejects him and he goes crazy. He, uh, yeah, he says some abusive stuff. Yeah. What if I told you I would die without you? Yeah. It's, uh, emotionally. He's dressed abusive. in what? A tuxedo? Yeah. He has a cravat on. Yeah. Why? Cause he's in love with her. This is a date. He thinks it's a date. Ugh. They're going to get together. He thinks that she's going to leave her husband for him. But then he instead does singing in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most bizarre scene. It was crazy. And it was one shot and he, wow. If you want to see a real actor at work please watch that scene he's very talented yeah he's a great dancer too. <laughs> uh, you i should. think he could have actually been a great comic tom hanks if his yeah. career hadn't well shot. i read uh that for preparation for this both tom and tally field did a bunch of sets at different comedy clubs yeah. and uh even chris rock did when he was coming up he wasn't chris rock yet he did a set with tom hanks uh, on the schedule i don't know and he said that tom hanks was seriously one of the funniest comedians you've ever he's, seen i he believe it yeah. yeah and then His adam sandler did a set it was an up-and-coming stand-up and did a set with sally field and said that she also was one of the funniest comedians he had seen. yeah I, I think it's not surprising because there's such talented actors and so much of that is charisma and i think so much yeah. of stand-up is like good material is important but to be appealing to a crowd is equally important yeah as a people person. have to like you in you order to, to laugh a, yeah a strong personality which they both have yeah it's also they want to relate to you and what yeah. you're saying so uh and also they were already famous movie stars you know so the crowd is kind of on their side oh yeah. that's true yeah and so then uh the competition is happening uh basically we see a bunch of stuff like they're setting up the club and then also the old man doesn't get a slot and it's very sad and it's just yeah. Oh, yeah. Why'd they throw that fucking moment in just to manipulate our hearts out of our asses? That was so gosh dang sad. It was yeah. sad. But then also it was like kind of like a lesson that we needed to learn. Yeah. I don't know. What lesson? Uh, That like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Comedy's hard. Comedy's hard. Yeah. I don't know. And then this is when uh, Sally Field is getting ready to go to the competition. Her family walks in and she's like, I'm going. You guys can't stop me. And she like sits them down and has a heart to heart and is like, there's three things I love. Being a mom, being a wife and comedy. And it's like, you should want me to do what I love. And they're like, yeah. And then she's about to leave and he's like, uh, can I, uh, can we go? Can I see you? Yeah. Can I see you? And she's like, when I get back, and he's like, no can i see you perform can i see you yeah so then they go to the comedy club together uh and then tom hanks sees that and then so they're all the show starts and we see uh, everyone doing their set it's kind of bad right yeah once again these comics are not good yeah maybe they were good in the 80s i never know no but they like bought like damon wayans who is like uh, an up-and-coming comic in real life at that time the material he does in this movie I mean, God knows whether or not he was allowed to do his real material, but his material bombs on stage in the movie. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he does a joke about, like, black guys having huge dicks and, like... But uh, also, maybe that's not his audience. It's not his audience. That's true. Um, but most of them suck, and then Sally Field kills. Yeah, she goes up, she kills, she does really well. John Goodman is laughing so hard in the audience. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, husband jokes and sex jokes. Yeah. They're very funny. And then Steven goes up after her and I don't know if he's good. Well, he his like first minute of material, which is like crucial in getting the audience on your side, just blows because he's like insulting the judges and like just being very meta about like oh, stand up comedy. Don't you hate it when they like say their names and yeah. uh, talk to the audience or whatever? And, like just do your material. This is a showcase. This is not the time to try new stuff. If you're trying new stuff at a showcase, you deserve to lose. Yeah. So then uh, they're all downstairs in the basement waiting for the announcement of who won. 
and uh, the Romeo comes down and he's like, uh, you all have to come on stage. To an, and they're like, why do you want us all on? Just bring the winner up. because I don't, don't know why they're being so prissy about this. They all agreed to be on a TV show. Just get on stage and let them announce the I winner. I think they just don't want to be losers on stage. Yeah, but they're all, I think that's them being uh, stupid. Like, no matter what, they're going to be on TV, and that's exposure. Yeah, I guess so. And they knew that only one person was going to win, and it seemed like they all knew it was going to be either Steven or Lila. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're just egos or too... That's true, but Fragile. it seems like this weird last-ditch <laughs> effort to make Romeo like a villain because yeah. this movie doesn't really have one. Yeah, so then uh, Steven makes a comment. He's like, well, Steven, you didn't win, and then that's when uh, Lila decides to sacrifice herself, and she leaves. She's like, well, if Steven didn't win, I'm going to go because before this, she got a note from her husband on a napkin that said, our competition is over. You've won. Love, John. So it's basically like he's like, you could do comedy. I believe in you now yeah. kind of thing. And so she's that's all she wanted because she wants to be a mom, a wife and a comedian. She doesn't want to be just a comedian. She wants all three. I don't know. So then uh, she's leaving. He's like, don't leave. You won. And then she was like, what? And he's like, it changes the story. Right. And she's like, yeah. And she walks over, grabs her purse. And she's like, I forgot my purse. And she leaves, which makes Tom Hanks win. But what's weird is Romeo just specifically said he was like three of the judges hated you. So if you walk out Sally Field, they're just going to pick somebody else. And then they pick Tom Hanks. And so yeah. he wins anyway, which means he get a, gets a spot on Carson. Yeah. And then she leaves with her husband and they're and he's having a good time pitching jokes and stories for mm -hmm. her to use. And uh, that's basically it. Yay. The movie ends. Woo. All right, you guys. What is your rating of Punchline out of five Tom Hankses? How many Tom Hankses do you give Punchline? Uh, only two or three. I think if you're interested, if you're already interested in Tom Hanks as an actor or Sally Field as an actor, they're both good. They're going to be good in everything. Uh, I was interested in watching them, and I don't know. That's about it. Um, I don't think much of the material is good. I am kind of like a sucker for any movie that's about like a niche that I'm not a part of where you're learning about like the behind the scenes of this industry or this hobby or whatever. But I think because I am a stand up, this wasn't interesting to me because then it's like, oh, a fake version of something I actually do. And so maybe if you're not a stand up at all and you wanted like a weird Hollywood version of like a stand up in New York in the late 80s, then sure, watch it. Or if you like these actors, sure, watch it. They're both very good. Yeah, I probably feel the same way about uh, don't, what's that? Don't think twice. <laughs> don't think twice, because I hated it, but yeah, people really loved it. Yeah, but I think I re the reason why I hated it is I was like, this isn't accurate at all. Yeah, and it just why didn't Gillian Jacobs me. just get subs? I know. So I don't know. That's why I didn't like it. So maybe that's why. That's why you didn't like this movie. Sure. I didn't hate it. But, you know, I give it 12 Tom Hanks's out of five. Tom <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I was I was I think this movie is way ahead of its time. I think it was the original Miss Maisel and that story. We're like, oh, wow. What a storyline. No, they already did it. This was an older married woman <laughs> with a younger man. That was really cool. And I thought that like this idea that a woman could be a stand up comedian and she was actually good. I just really and these the acting performances. I'm I'm not crazy. These were good. Yeah, they were good. Is, Very I good forgot actors. how good of actors these people were. Because yeah. you just see Hanks in these like stupid rom-coms. I'm like, damn, these people are good. You know, I would give it one extra half of a Tom Hanks just based on the um sexual tension between him and Sally Field. It was very hot. And I thought like for being non-stand-ups, they were good. Now, a lot of the stand-up material was racist. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, well. It was the 80s. Guys, yeah. in my opinion, racism is bad. Yeah. Racism is hot bad. Take. Yeah. I know. I'm just throwing it out there. I want to say that in stark opposition to both Rachel and Rochelle, I think racism is bad. But yeah. I mean, also Sally Fields was doing some really funny sex jokes and like we're yeah. like, oh, Amy Schumer started the female sex joke thing. No, freaking Sally Field started <laughs> Sally it Field? in Punchline. Fictional Sally Field. <laughs> Lila, Lila Stritzek. Yeah. 12 Tom Hanks is out of yeah. five. I will give this a four Tom Hanks out of five. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was actually <laughs> Have really you ever given anything below 
below a four. <laughs> no, I have. There's been some really rough ones. This should be like we rate dogs where you always give like seven out of five times. <laughs> no, I enjoyed this movie a lot. It's not like a big or a splash where we give it five. Yeah. It's a four because I enjoyed it a lot. But there was also moments where I was like, like racist jokes or like. Yeah. Just yeah. like really like out of left field dramatic moments that didn't really. But then a lot of it did make sense yeah. to me. I mean, Sally Field wants the family and to do comedy on the side for yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Tom Hanks is losing his mind. Yeah, Not necessary, but I don't regret watching it. Yeah. Not a not a waste of my time. Maybe you would have had more fun if you if did. If I watched it with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Oh, we yeah. I asked Rachel to push back for me. Yeah, and I then I mistakenly. Tutoring session. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that she was just pushing back the recording for me, not the watching of the movie. And so I watched the movie by myself this morning with my bird. Oh, that Aww. should be fun, though. Yeah, it was a good time. But if yeah. you guys don't see me. For a while, know that I've taken um, a time machine back to fuck Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay. In the 80s. I believe in you and I hope I you do that. I just really Thank hope you. that you go before him and Rita are together. Ugh. I mean, get caught up on the details. This is why you haven't made I'm out with people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get pregnant with Tom Hanks's baby so I can get that Tom Hanks well, money. But also, he's in love with Rita. So if you try to split up that marriage, it would fail. I'm, yeah, exactly. So I'm just trying to doink him. I'm, I'm not trying to about marry passion, him. Yeah. Lust. Yeah. Romance. Doinking. Before Rita. That's all I Putting ask. Putting it in. Before Rita. What can I say? I'm a sex robot. Okay. Before we leave. Yeah. You both are stand-ups. Yeah. Tell me your funniest joke. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that's the worst. That's what are you, the my worst fucking fuck uncle at Thanksgiving, <laughs> Rachel? God damn it. I regret gotcha. ever coming on this show. Can I tell you? The, this is the joke I always tell people when they ask me that. No, What's don't. brown and sticky? <laughs> Poop. A stick. Oh, funny. Why did one cocksucker say to the other? <laughs> <laughs> Spit. Spit. Very funny. All right, you guys, where can people find you online? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Svensgard, which is my last name. I made it real easy because my last name's 11 letters long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, come to TNT every Tuesday night at the clubhouse. Woo! At Rishmees, R-E-E-S-H-M-E-E-S-E. Yeah. I'd like to further plug my submission to come back for the Castaway episode, if only for just like a one-minute uh, rave as to why it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Okay. Wilson! <laughs> yeah, I don't have to be the full guest for that one because you've already had me on this one, but I, I, if I could come back and do something for the Castaway episode, I'd be very happy. I'm going to find two people that have been lost on an island. <laughs> <laughs> Or two FedEx employees. I got sucked into the riptide in Hawaii once. Oh, really? You my mom saved my life. You oh. could just bring two volleyballs on. <laughs> <laughs> just like silent Rachel, episode. I'd listen to that episode. Yeah. I would. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, you guys. Anytime. Seinfeld isn't funny. Oh, no. Go make out with someone, Rachel. <laughs> I'll try. You know I've been trying. Bye, All everyone. Right. I'm single. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Is that how you end things? <laughs> it's a Tom Hanks podcast. Wow, it's Tom Hanks podcast.